to all our listeners on stream and also to the people tuning into our podcast, which takes place on pretty much every platform across the planet. My name is Kabraska King, Managing Director of King Creative Media and author of the book, Five Steps to Creative Marketing. Joining me is the lovely Amber King. Amber King. It's quite a nice name you have. I know. That's <laughs> not It's been mine my whole life. I know, kind of born with it. Anyway, so this week we are going to be talking on the subject of Zooming. Uh, Zoom has become a national trending and useful tool, especially in these difficult times. Um, and something that we get asked a lot about is how you should actually do the practice of doing Zoom meetings, events, webinars, um, and doing them properly for all of your clients or all of your, your businesses around the world. Um, so we're going to cover off on some of the things that we do when it comes to Zoom, when it comes to live streaming, what you should look at doing as well with regards to using that tool and facility. And we're going to look at what you can do to Zoom from, from your, your room. room. We came up with that. You know, oh, it's very creative. Creative as we get at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Anyway, we really appreciate you guys joining and tuning in and also listening into the podcast wherever you are. We have so many fans all over the world, which we are pretty blown away by. Yes, actually. very grateful. For some reason, you guys really enjoy our banter on both video and also audio. So we're going to continue to keep doing this. And this week, we're talking about how to Zoom from your room. So we've got three best practices. Amber, what's our first one? Our first one is have a dedicated internet connection. Now, I don't know how many meetings I've been in since uh, pandemic has hit. I, I reckon it's well over like... Oh, it's hundreds. It's got to be. I would say thousands. It's a lot of meetings. It's a lot. Yeah, but I've, we've done a lot of yeah, meetings. we have. I reckon it's thousands. Wow. Because on a daily basis, we're at we least on there. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we've done a lot. Um, but one thing that we do notice is that a good, stable internet connection, mm -hmm. wired or unwired, makes a massive difference with regards to your Zoom, right? Yeah, because you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. And then it, it freezes on. <laughs> and then you're looking at your client and their face is like. <laughs> You do not want that. That's so funny. What do you call? That's called the lag face. <laughs> the lag face. You do not want to suffer from the lag face <laughs> if you are doing a Zoom meeting. There's nothing worse than having like also your presentations. If you're trying to present to a client and then all of a sudden your slide just With freezes. Um, that's all due to your internet connection. So one thing that we do for our setup is we have a dedicated connection and a dedicated setup, a dedicated PC with a hard, wide NBN connection, which allows it to be stable for every single time we do a meeting. Yeah. And if you can't have that, say it's, if it was too costly or if it doesn't work out for you, what you could do is if other people are in the house at the same time and you need to be on your Zoom and it's a very important one, I would. Tell everyone else to get off the internet, get off Wi-Fi on their phones, yeah. you turn off Wi-Fi on your phone. So it's, the internet is just being used for Zoom. And you really want to make sure that when you're doing that and you're scheduling it in, that you let everybody know ahead of time so that you do have some quiet time to do the Zoom rooms uh, for yourself. And that there's also no background noise in the back where, uh, you know, screaming kids and everything else kind of takes precedent. Anything distracting like that can really damage zoom experience yes. so definitely have a dedicated connection with your internet make sure it's stable make sure it is available 
and uh, that will ensure that your Zoom runs smoothly. Yes, as what, smooth as it can be. What is tip number two? Tip number two is test, test, test. <laughs> so testing is something that not a lot of people do before they jump on a Zoom meeting. For us, we do a lot of events. We also do a lot of meetings, presentations, and myself and the team, we kind of treat these as if we were doing like a face-to-face -face presentation. And if you think about that, if you were going to walk into a boardroom or if you were going to do a big presentation to a number of people, uh, you would normally test out everything that you do. So Zoom for me is no different. We make sure that there is a full testing time or schedule that takes place in order for you to really get the best out of it and also to make sure that everything's working. Yeah, you'll need to make sure your mic's working if you Check. have a separate mic. You need to make sure that the camera is working. Lighting. Lighting, you need to have proper lighting. Um, if you're going to be using headphones, are those working properly? Testing everything means literally everything in your space. Even if you're going to have a virtual background, you want to make sure you test that so that there's no fuzziness or your face doesn't disappear or all your visuals that you're trying to present also don't disappear as well. Like testing, we cannot stress this enough. You do need to test at least 30 minutes before you go live for either a meeting or even just a presentation so that you have the best experience for those people that are going to be joining. Yeah, there's nothing worse than all those things falling over during a a zoom. So tip number two for how to zoom from your room is to make sure that you completely test everything. As Amber was saying, test your camera, test your headphone, test your microphone, test the lighting, test your virtual backgrounds, test, test everything. Absolutely everything. Also test if they can see your pajama pants on the bottom. <laughs> because some people, test, some people do zooms in their pajama pants or shorts and it's it's a well-known thing now you know or they're sitting in their underwear are so, you in your are you in your pajama pants no <laughs> i've got jeans on today <laughs> so maybe that's tip number three don't zoom from your pjs or your underpants or anything yeah, else that yeah that's a big proper one, clothing actually. there's been a few horror stories that have come up in the media about that do you want to share one Oh, no, just like people zooming and that man was on TV and oh, he yeah. had his shorts on and he had a shirt and tie and a jacket <laughs> and then he had like shorts on and that, like undies or oh. on BBC or something like that, you know? So... Oh, I remember seeing that. Be careful. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. Don't Test don't your camera. Caught. Like, what can your camera see? You might think it can only see like from just around here, but it might actually see... Everything. Everything. Like everything. Yeah. So testing is vital to making sure that your stream looks awesome, but also making sure that the people who are watching are going to have a good experience yeah. as well. Yeah. And make sure you're not wearing PJs. Exactly. Have proper clothing. That'd be a good yes. good start, I would yes. say. Um, what is our third and final tip to Zoom from your, your room? room? Zoom from your room. Tip three is be prepared. <laughs> Have everything ready. Now, what does that mean? That's not just, that means everything. So you've set up your camera, your your mic, your headphones, your, your audio. Um, but you need to also prepare what you're going to be talking about on your meeting. So that would be things like if you have a presentation, but then you also need to show examples of other images, you may need to share your screen and show like a video 
or you may just have other assets, PDFs, documents, anything like that that you want everyone else to see. Instead of trying to bring these up while you're on the Zoom, obviously the best thing to do while you're doing testing is to have all these assets ready for you to go so that you can literally hit that meeting really fast and efficiently and show everyone everything that they need as fast as possible. Yeah. I'd also test out the videos too because what we've found oh, is that yes. Zoom does not allow you to play videos at a good speed. So it'll lag or it'll mm. stop. So if you've got, in, as part of your presentation, if you need to show a video, we'd recommend not to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. A pro tip on that side would be absolutely avoid streaming video while you're doing something like Zoom. It doesn't have the bandwidth in order to handle HD or 4K videos at a real high resolution being streamed to everyone that's watching. So the other option that you can do is to put the link of the video in the chat feature and then make sure that people click on that to watch it during Zoom as well. So that will really help if that is what you're trying to do with the videos. Uh, trying to stream it while you're talking and while you're having a presentation really doesn't work. Trust us, we've tried it and it's terrible. So yeah. don't, don't, don't even do it. It's not even worth it. Show images. Images are fine. Yeah, share screen. GIFs are fine, presentations are fine, PowerPoints are fine. Just video takes up a lot of bandwidth. And even though we have a dedicated NBN connection, it's actually Zoom's platform that doesn't allow for video to be played at such a high bitrate. So yeah. very technical stuff, but it just looks crap, like really. So our recommendation, don't show video, but send the link instead and get people to watch it uh, in their own time. What other fascinating things about Zoom have you learned since you've actually like been using it? Um, I've learned that there is a time limit on the, like the amount of time that you should have a Zoom meeting. Mine's five seconds. So for some people, <laughs> their attention span is very low. So five seconds, no, but um, what we recommend is 30 to 60 minutes max for yes. a Zoom meeting because meeting in person is different right there's banter there's funny things that happen or there's things that happen there's mm. heaps of stuff going on someone might stand up and do a presentation on zoom everyone's just looking at the screen yeah and it gets really boring after really boring. after an hour and everyone switches off and starts typing and doing other stuff mm. so we'd recommend I'd recommend 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, Zoom meetings are really interesting because, you know, they happen so often now. Before we had Zoom meetings, it was actually really weird to jump on a conference call with mm. people like all the time, every single day. We never used to do it. We actually used to fly to meetings in different locations in different countries just to have face-to-face -face meetings. Yeah. But with everything changing, Zoom has become the norm, right? Exactly. And I think everyone's getting a little bit over it to be honest. Like, I think the longer you are on a Zoom call, the less interested you are in whatever's being discussed. Mm. So for us, a 30-minute window to try and smash out as much content and discussion as possible, get straight to the point, yeah. you know, just get all the work done so that you can get off and really get back to work yeah. is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, and be the best way to stick with your time is to have, within your time, is to have a, an agenda and stick with the agenda. Don't go off on tangents or try not mm. to go off on tangents. Um, if you can stick to your agenda, then you can stick to your 30 to 60 minutes. 
Yeah, trying to have someone that actually leads the Zoom meeting as well is really good. If you have an agenda and you have like a chairperson, if you think of it, someone who's going to like make sure that you don't get off track, you don't get distracted, and always bring it back to what you're talking about, means that the meeting can happen much quicker and you can get through everything that you need to much faster. We always designate someone to be that person. It's usually usually Amber. me. <laughs> She's bossy, that's why. She's yeah, really you need to be a bit bossy on <laughs> meetings, don't you? Because if you're not bossy, this life, is what happens. Like day to day, all the time. But you need that. You do. You need that. I don't have a choice in marriage. Right. Yeah. No, but seriously, if you are not... <laughs> if you don't have someone that's driving the meeting and saying right guys let's move on to the next point then you're gonna stay and go somewhere else and it's it's gone it's 100 percent true yeah look i think we all need a little bit of guidance in our life at some point in time some more than others mainly myself but i think um what really happens in the zoom is it's so easy to be distracted by what else is going on what other emails pop up because you're looking at your screen and because it's usually a device that you use daily, like your PC or your laptop, it's so easy to get distracted. And so you do need someone to run point to keep you on track so that you stay on track and that okay. things get done and you can just move on. Yeah, move along. So we've done probably thousands, like hundreds. I've definitely done hundreds and hundreds of Zoom calls. We're also now getting into doing Zoom events and webinars and making that part of what we offer as a business as well, which has been quite an interesting kind of journey. We will probably look to share some of the insights on what we do for webinars and Zooms and how that's kind of been integrated with the business. But we've seen a massive growth in this platform and there are others. It's not just Zoom. There's, you know, the one that we use here for Restream. There's also uh, Teams. There's a lot that Google are doing as well. There's a whole bunch of them. Yep, there are heaps. And there's ones that cost a lot as well have different functions oh yes there's some very expensive ones yeah. out there but for us we're going to talk about the ones that add a lot of value that are really cost effective so that you if you are a business owner looking to do a webinar or looking at streaming your content that you will have some options that you can use as well um, and we'll talk about that in future podcasts yeah. as we go along yeah anything else you want to talk about today oh how it's lovely the weather in melbourne is it's terrible. It's, what are you yeah, about? It's, that's exactly. <laughs> it's a bit rainy, but Ooh. we're inside and we're warm, and that's all that matters. We are. We've been inside for many, 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 many months. Many months now. We need haircuts. <laughs> we do need haircuts. It's. Uh, we hope you guys are well wherever you are in the world, and we hope that you are uh, enjoying these segments. We hope that we're offering some value for yourself and also your business. We really enjoy doing these. It's, really, it's been interesting trying to like do the video as well as audio at the same time. Yes. We're still getting used We're to it. We're still getting used to it. We're still getting used to it. And used to each other, seeing each other while also talking to each other. Yeah. It's a bit full on. It's <laughs> a bit full on. We're getting there though. <laughs> but look, my name is Kabraska. This is Amber King and you are tuned in to Creative Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Thank mm -hmm. you.